out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello! This week we're watching a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a long time, and yeah. it stars Paul Giamatti, who's yes. finally the Spoilers MVP, yeah. I would say. <laughs> the movie in question is Shoot'em Up from 2007. I remember back in 2007 seeing this trailer. I thought, wow, this movie looks fucking terrible. I had the exact same thought. I was like, Giamatti's in it. That's fine, but I don't know. And then I remember hearing from Corolla and Simmons. They fucking love this movie. Oh, did they? Because this is up their okay. action movie. Album. Yeah, yeah. And then you were saying that yeah, how, this movie's good on how it delivers exposition because yeah. there's constant action and there's nothing slowing it down. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no dull moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember. I don't remember why I eventually started watching it because I, I I thought to myself I'm never gonna watch that stupid movie based uh-huh. on the trailer and somehow I got it maybe it was after I saw Sin City and I saw Clive Owen be pretty cool yeah I'm like all right maybe I'll give this a shot and uh, I had a, I had a moment that it took me maybe 20 minutes into the movie to finally like all right to buy into the whole this is being really really dumb and uh, it wasn't from that his first kill with a carrot. That, well, that that was, that was like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, but <laughs> but at the, but at the beginning, I'm just kind of irritated with this oh, is stupid, okay. and then eventually, it, it kind of wore on me. Like, all right, now I'm buying into the premise, and uh, now now I'll enjoy it for what it is instead of this is being really retarded. This is this is a horrible, yeah. horrible way to do anything. Okay. And I think this is my first like parody type movie that I got into. Like, well, I guess you, the scary movies things I never liked. Those are kind of parodies, right? Yeah. Would you call this the same kind of categories? That no, no. This one is a real movie, right? It, like it's not copying any yeah. movie. It's it's oh, it's a satire then. Yeah, it's this okay. one's more of a satire on action movies in general. Okay, yeah. Whereas the parody is your like the scary movies. They're making fun of Scream by reenacting characters, and, right? And scenes from the movie. Yeah, okay. that's parody. But this is satire, so it's it's like taking tropes from the idea and making new ideas, but you're still following within the guidelines of yeah. how ridiculous like an 80s action movie is. This this was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. Especially because I think this was my third time watching it now. Oh, and okay. And uh, this time I was I was just, I was excited. Because uh-huh. the first time was kind of like I was reluctant and then by then I was like, okay, that's fine. Second time I enjoyed it. Now I was just excited to see it again. Okay. It's been, it's been a couple years. This movie was directed by Michael Davis and stars Clive Owen, Giamatti, MVP, Monica Bellucci, yeah. who I've had a crush on since the second Matrix. Oh, okay. Remember she was in the second Matrix? She was the, I think, the architect's yeah. girlfriend? Or... Oh, the, uh, the Merovingian. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Whoever, who was he in that Matrix movie? Uh, he, he, was... he wasn't the architect, but he no. had something to do with the program. He was kind of like um, uh, Morgan Freeman's character in Shawshank, I think. He just got, he ma- he got things oh, done. Oh, yeah, he can get you stuff from, yeah. from, from the Matrix to the real world. Right, and then world. he had that train conductor guy that kind of brought people back and forth, so he was kind of like the, the head coyote or something. Oh, yeah. So, something like that. Okay. That's what, that was, I think that was the first movie I ever saw Monica Bellucci in. Oh, yeah, me too then. Yeah. And she was also in a movie uh, called Irreversible from 2003, I think. It, All was, right. it was a French movie, and the movie takes place going backwards. But oh. but it's not like Memento where it's working backwards like that. It, it's another way on how they did. It. I only saw the movie once, but that movie's infamous for the rape scene. Oh no! Monica Bellucci <laughs> gets raped in in a tunnel by uh, what's his name? He was the bad guy in Ocean's Twelve. That guy who went through that laser beam field like with the crazy dance moves. Oh Ocean's yeah, 12. yeah. He was that was the Merovingian. That that was the same guy from the Matrix. It was. Yeah. Okay, so he rapes her, and it's like oh a, wow, it's like a nine minute straight. And they don't cut away. 
So it's him. Holy like, Christ. Yeah, grabbing her and raping her. She's like, oh, you see her full face, like the effects and everything. Oh, like, no. Yeah, it's a really fucked up scene. That's that's a well. Yeah. I, I guess it, it got it some notoriety based on just that alone. I yes. would assume. But then the but then the going backwards part was really, really interesting. Cool too. I'm curious now. Yeah, irreversible. All right, just the whole going backwards part. That that's that's something because I love Memento. But, yes. And if it's if it's not the same kind of stuff, but close enough. Yeah, it's close enough to. Yeah, I, I just forgot what the difference was between them. All right, I'll get into it on how it goes. As long as they weren't like you know, yeah, you know, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, it's normal dialogue. And everything. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Memento, I have the special edition DVD. There's a oh. there's an Easter egg where if you enter a certain amount of like up, up, down, down, right, right, or something on the menu, okay. you can watch the movie from beginning to end. Okay, as opposed to backwards to, and it's not as good. No, I assume not. It, it's no. it's a completely different movie, and you're like, this is dumb. Yeah, it's probably a slow, boring story yeah. fr- fr- frontwards because it's just things are just happening. Yes, backwards you get the suspense and like the what the. You're like kind of figuring things out as it's happening and piecing it all together in your head. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So before we jump in, Adam, let me hit you with a brief synopsis. Right. A man named Mr. Smith delivers a woman's baby during a shootout and is then called upon to protect the newborn from the army of gunmen chasing them. Adam, have you ever seen this before? Absolutely. This was my first time. And let me tell you, I press play on this movie. All right. And... I'm watching this movie and I'm like, okay, I know this movie has like ridiculous action. Okay. So the f- opening scene is him at a bus stop and he's eating a carrot. Yeah. And this becomes a theme throughout the movie, especially at the end. Yeah. The carrot. So this woman, <laughs> like, this woman, she's. But pregnant. like comically eating it, like giant bites. Not yeah. like I'm eating it just like as dinner. It's like I'm, I'm trying to eat a Bugs Bunny style. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I read somewhere in the IMDb trivia, this, it was in my notes, but I remember I glanced over it. He was supposed to be Bugs Bunny, and Giamatti was supposed to be Elmer Fudd. Oh, like the like the the looks of him. Okay, like oh, I'll get you soon, Rabbit. Yeah, like that that whole idea. Yeah. So I watch <laughs> so I watch this movie, and this pregnant woman walks by, and Clive Owens was like, "Up, oh, eating my carrot." There, and, there's even a scene where it says that. What's up, Doc? It's it's Rabbit season, I think, or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And then interesting fucking guy, this bald white guy, is like chasing after, and he has a gun. And he pulls his gun out. He's like, what are you looking at, pal? And he goes in the alley. And yeah. Everyone's like, fuck. Yeah. Now I have to do something. Uh-huh. Right. And he gets the carrot and he impales the guy right. through the eye <laughs> and the, the back of the carrot goes through yeah. his head. Yeah. So it was almost like a Jason Voorhees kill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, physically impossible. Yes. But <laughs> so that right there set up the tone of the right. style of action in this movie. And exactly. I'm like, wow, this is going to be... A- fun <laughs> yes that's that's the, yeah the, again the first time i saw it, i was like that's that's so but that's that's a whole lot of bullshit and i can't i was just angry but now now that I, I'm, I'm familiar with what to expect that was just again hilarious mm-hmm. fun stuff yes and i love how they incorporate the use of the guns in the movie like the like the next scene when the baby is being born he shoots the umbilical yeah. <laughs> cord off or later on at the 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 what is that the carousel or what is the thing you put your kid on and you uh, you at the park, the merry-go-round. Yeah, the merry-go-round. He shoots the merry-go-round, and it yeah, starts yeah. spinning on its own. Like in this world, bullets can do things like this. Yes, which it's, I find it's, very interesting. It's a beautiful thing. This, this this guy's amazing. He's like a super sharpshooter. This is like, uh, he's kind of like a John Wick kind of guy as far uh-huh. as like his his badassness and how he can like he's so precise about everything. He's got that kind of vibe to him, but to, to a ridiculous level. Where John Wick is kind of like that's. For any human being, that's still a little bit much, but you can kind of believe, all right, with certain training, John Wick could be a person. Yeah. This is like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how much training you get. Well, <laughs> I remember in uh, a few weeks ago when we were watching Batman and Robin, 
you said that yep. because this movie set up yes like this elaborate world and the physics involved yeah I'll, I'll buy it right and this is the same idea right absolutely shoot him up yeah from the from the beginning you know okay rules don't apply <laughs> uh this this is just it's 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 a cartoon version mm-hmm. it's a cartoon in real life like like Batman Robin was yes. except this was done amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman Robin I still I still enjoyed it but not to the level of this this was just like piece of art this was art <laughs> fuck. So this is so this is uh, an action movie you'd recommend to people? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I don't care who you are if you don't Even like this. Even if someone's like, "Oh, that's dumb. You can't do that with a gun." Yeah, like, no, well, no. How would you counter that? No, th- th- of course not. <laughs> so people can't really fly and shoot lasers out of their eyes either. But that's that's in that world that's possible. Oh, okay. Dr- uh, dino- you can't get dinosaurs from mosquitoes, but no. But in Jurassic Park, you can. It's yes. Just, the, the, you, it's it's a suspension of disbelief. Yes. And you need that for most movies, but this one, it, it like really. Actually, I don't even find it that hard to do in this kind of movie. Some movies is harder than others. This was super easy because it sets it up right away and you know, okay, this is not real. Okay. So let me ask you this. Yeah. In a movie like what we did for the October Horathon, when we did Jason X, it's the same kind of concept where like people can't die this way. And so how come like okay. a movie like this, the rules are established that this is going to be dumb. But then when it goes to a horror movie, like a slasher, like with the horror movies, Maestro likes, how come those rules, I you judge them? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not sure exactly. I uh, I think it's it's the way that they portray it. Okay. Because like those are still trying to walk a line between this could also really happen, uh-huh. but also ridiculous. Okay. Where this one's just like straight out, no, we're ridiculous. There's no way this is real. Where in the horror stuff is like it it, it spends a lot of the time setting up a real world mm-hmm. and then brings in supernatural things and it's like uh well, I already you already set up the real world you can't have supernatural now. <laughs> I think maybe that's what it is. It's just it's because like um. Was it Cabin in the Woods? Mm-hmm. They, from the beginning, they oh, set yeah. up it was kind of like not real worldy. Yeah, and so then it all kind of made sense that way. But like with the beavers thing, the, what is it? The zombie oh, beavers? beavers. Yeah, from the from the first like maybe fifteen twenty minutes, it's like all right, this is kind of just a real things that happen, whatever. And then oh, now there's fucking crazy zombie beavers. Like ah, all right, <laughs> no, 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 sir. Uh, but but with Jason the in space one, yeah. Well, that one's know. different because you're, it's in the future and like you can use different type of technology. But yeah. I'm talking about like just in general. Like, yeah. Like a normal okay. Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it's the whole skirting the line of like, okay, but it, cause I think part of horror, part of it is this can happen and it's why it's scary. It's okay. just like, it's going to give you nightmares because you're going to picture this guy walking down your hallway yeah. and, and trying to kill you. And that's the part that I think then they take it too far. Like, all right, now it can't really happen. Now I know it's fake. My brain's going to know that I'm not going to have nightmares. I think a good horror movie should give you nightmares. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like like Event Horizon? Holy Christ. Yeah. Silent Hill? Yes, nightmares. Event Horizon starring Dra- Jack Crawford? Jack Crawford, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> so in this movie, um, this is going to be a little hard to describe because there's so many like yeah. action scenes happening it, at once. Right. I, I told you right before we recorded, I felt like the director of, Dare- of Deadpool – Okay. Took some of absolutely the shooting scenes in Deadpool from this movie, kind of borrowed them or got was influenced by it. Yes, did, there, there's a scene at the shootout at Clive Owen's place, or it's in the gun warehouse. One of those two, mm-hmm. where there's like five guys hut, uh, hut uh, against the wall. Yeah, and I really thought Clive Owen was going to do the Deadpool where the he one goes shot and the one shot goes through all their heads. Okay, <laughs> but he didn't do that. And I'm like, oh shit, right? He didn't do the Deadpool. There was a lot of parts where I was like, this is totally Deadpool. The yeah. only difference is Deadpool actually gets shot. And yes. but and he's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, Clive, I think he gets injured towards the end a he little gets bit. Shot when they jump out, jump out of the plane. Yeah, which right. if you haven't seen this movie, 
That happens. They, they this this to- this movie took all the good places to have a shootout uh-huh. and put them all in the same movie. Yeah, and and did them as epically as possible, and it was it was uh, it was awesome. Warehouses, yeah, whorehouses, uh, air the air in above, the air above, in the air. Yeah, a plane. Yes, no one one guy gets shot in a plane, but that's still yeah, cool. But fun. So it's like while having sex at one point. Yes, <laughs> it's like, this is perfect. Yeah, it's like they took the the action scenes from Air Force One. Yeah, the scene. And did you ever watch a racer with Schwarzenegger and James? Oh, of course. Do you remember when uh, Schwarzenegger flies out and he's got to get the the parachute? The parachute There's still yeah. guys like chasing him in the air. So right. it's like they borrowed from that. Yeah. They borrowed. And he hits the junkyard. Yes. They borrowed like from <laughs> what planet is this? The different like Matrix movies. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Just, and it was, it was just nonstop too. Mm-hmm. And there's a little joke throughout the entire thing where Clive Owen, the, the reason why he's so aggressive is because there's, people are, are assholes. And this, I related to him a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, he, like, in the, in the first shootout scene, he's like, I fucking hate guys with ponytails. And then he shoots <laughs> yeah. the guy's ponytail off and like, uh-huh. like through the back of his head type of thing. <laughs> and like little things through that, the entire movie, like, you know what I hate? I hate those motherfuckers. And then he goes and he, and he kills them in a gruesome way type of thing. I loved the, the, the driver. Right, yes. <laughs> Where he doesn't signal. He goes, look, how hard it is to signal. And he signals. He goes, look, I didn't even lift my hand. It takes yeah. half a second. And he just yeah. crashes them off the road. I moved my hand one inch. How much time do you think that took? Yeah. You know what the problem is? The problem is these rich motherfuckers, <laughs> they go through life thinking that they, they the rules don't apply to them. So then they get in the car, expensive car. They think the rules still don't apply. Yeah. And then he cuts somebody off or something. Oh, no, he litters. This is the last thing he does. Yes. And he's like, oh, that's enough. That is enough. <laughs> and then he runs them off the road. I, I feel like I've seen that in a movie before where it's like some he, the, the character d- says or does something and he's like oh i can't do that yeah. and then he he responds i'm trying to remember what it was ooh that but, does sound familiar yeah but in this movie one of the things i really liked was in action movies like the Stallone movies the schwarzenegger movies it's always like oh he it, it's a six it's a six shooter and he clearly shot 10 rounds yeah yeah why how you tell me he couldn't refuel right, right. i feel like if you're watching <laughs> this movie you, that wouldn't come up no. You believe, like, yeah, he has infinite bullets. But at the same time, they they, they have they do have to reload. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. Which I like. Yes, because he's saying, like, oh, yeah, that's a six shooter. You already shot six. And, like, uh, and then Giamatti is so crazy. He's like, uh-huh. he goes back to, like, the, fir- the the gun that you have now, you shot five times. You loaded twice, so you're out of bullets now. <laughs> yes. Because from this morning, by the uh-huh. way, <laughs> not from this shootout, uh-huh. from this morning when you first got your gun. And, 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 oh man, Giamatti's so great. Yes, he, was, I, I, I was the, about to jump into it because yeah. he pretty much shows up in the in the in the next scene, right? Because he gets the baby and he cuts off the umbilical cord. I I, la- I actually laughed out loud when oh, I right. saw that when he cut that in, when he shot yeah, the yeah. umbilical cord. Oh yeah, so, so for the first epic shootout, there's a couple of things I I, I started making lists uh-huh. of the epic things that were happening yeah. just to like go through them. Uh, the carrot through the head that was the first one. Yes, and then uh, he shoots the guy's ponytail off, like we talked about because yes. he hates the ponytails. Uh, there's there's like a vat of oil. Or something that he, he shoots the like oil out on the floor and he starts sliding and he slide he, he uses that as lubricant to yeah, slide for across like a hundred feet or yes. something as he's killing everybody throughout uh-huh. the entire thing. There's just that 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 was just the first scene and then the baby comes out he, he delivers the baby because uh, I guess she's about to pop mm-hmm. he shoots the umbilical cord out fantastic <laughs> and then uh, then the girl eventually gets shot in the head yes so now she's dead she's got her boob out. Uh, which comes into play later. <laughs> yes. Shockingly enough. That, that is not made up. That is the, that actually will come into play later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so now he's walking away. And uh, he gets spotted in the park by some other guy. And he goes into the porta potty with, with the baby now. Because uh-huh. now he's, he decided he has to... He, he was going to leave the baby by himself. But then he got that whole attack of conscience. Takes the baby. Goes into a, a public restroom. And uh, <laughs> as he's holding the baby, he sits upon the thing. And his, his gun falls out of his pants into mm-hmm. the toilet. So, 
Of course, what he has to do now is take the entire gun apart and clean it before the guy comes into the bathroom. Yeah, and, and so he sets up the baby station. So yeah. the gun is on the baby station. The baby's on the floor. Right. I love that. I love that joke. <laughs> but you jumped ahead a little because oh, did I? G- Giamatti shows up. Okay. Him and his crew show up. Oh, right, right. And, dude, I got to tell you, Giamatti is, like, on his fucking A game this, in this movie. This is the best. I think this is my favorite role he's ever done. This is, like, I, I always say Giamatti should play, like, a villain. I've never seen him yeah. play a villain before this, and I didn't watch the Spider-Man movie, and he was only in there for like ten minutes. Was he? I don't. I don't yeah, think I saw Spider-Man that Spider-Man two. Was that was that Fox? Oh, didn't say Electro. Yeah, he was. He was the Rhino. Oh, oh, and he, and he had a really bad like Russian accent. Oh no. But I mean, like I told people, Giamatti should be like a gangster, like the like a maybe not like the Don of an Irish ma- mafia. Yeah, but maybe like the second in command or something. Like I, he's the guy yeah. got to deal with before the Don. Yeah, it's because of this movie. I always, I always knew he could do a bad guy. Yeah, it just it, this movie started off and like so. Every time we talk about like what would he play in the movies, uh-huh. I, I try to go for the bad guy because I've seen him do this. I'm yes. like, he's he's fucking amazing. And I love the little speech he gives him in this scene where he tells him like, "Oh, cowboy." He says something like "tit for tat." Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. There's the old rhyme. Yes. That uh, the girl had uh, the girl had three babies. Uh, 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 whatever. Three three names. One the last name was Tat. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, cat, bat, and and tat, and then but she realized she had no tit for tat because there's two babies already taking the boobs, mm-hmm. and then uh, I forget, well, I forget how the rest of it goes. But yeah, it's it's all there's a bunch of those kind of like cheesy kind of little line story uh-huh. things that are just delivered so seriously that it mm-hmm. becomes funny because they're if if you were trying to say, make them funny, they would like you'd be like lame, yeah, that's stupid, yeah. But the fact that they're doing it so seriously, it's uh-huh. just that just elevates it to a whole other level. Because I'm watching this, and my wife Sarah, she comes home from work, and she took uh, her laundry out of the dryer, and she was folding it as this movie was happening. Okay, and she was constantly going from like our room to the living room, back to our room, doing stuff. Okay, and every time she'd walk back in, it'd be like a, a one liner, <laughs> and she's like, "Do I? Is this a dumb action movie? Where they do a one liner?" I go, "Well, they're making fun of it, babe. Like, yeah, they're, they're it's a big joke. It's supposed to be dumb." Yes. They're not. They're not trying to be serious like all the movies are. They mm-hmm. they're making fun of those movies. Yeah, type of thing. Oh man, I love the sign. Uh, where they shoot out the sign that they're on the roof. This is the tit for tat scene. Okay. And then Giamatti and Clive Owen are shooting back and forth at each other, and Clive Owen takes the baby and they jump from the fucking roof into the other. Oh yeah, building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sign from the wreckage said "fuck you" too. Because Clive Owen said "fuck you" or or Giamatti said "fuck you," someone said "fuck you" first. Okay, and from the shootout, the sign, <laughs> the, the letters that are less right. spelled out, yeah, says "fuck you" to <laughs> "fuk," the letter "u," and then "too." Oh man, so many so many good things. Mm-hmm. And now this is the scene you're talking about the the yeah. the porta potty scene, right? So he drops the gun in the toilet, uh-huh. and he's like, "Ah oh, shit." <laughs> So now this is you're already building suspense. Like this guy, he's waiting in the bathroom for the guy to come in so he can ambush him in the, the bathroom. In the, suit. the guy in the suit, yeah. right? Some like CIA or whatever. He was what, a, one I of think the he goons. Was Secret Service, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Secret Service. That's what he is. We find out later on. Yeah. Like right now, you assume that Giamatti has this guy on his payroll. Right. So you see him walking towards the bathroom. And you're like, all right, here comes the fight scene. Bloop, drops into the toilet. Ah. <laughs> He pauses and he he cleans the entire. He takes the whole gun apart. Yes. He's, he's like wiping it down and he puts it back together. Then the guy comes into the bathroom. There's a like a little shootout, uh, and then he he tries to shoot him with a gun and it doesn't work. Like ah, then there's a hair dryer, <laughs> or like one well, not a hair dryer, dryer, a hand dryer. Uh-huh. He's using that to try to like burn his hand to make him let go of his gun, but then ends up using that to dry off his gun <laughs> so that he can then yes. shoot him. It's just it's so so. so. I've never <laughs> held my hand under a hand dryer and it burned. That must have been like <laughs> fucking level ten heat. Yeah, I don't. But nah. in this world, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, because it, sh- it showed you the coils. Yes. And those, yeah, it looks really hot. Yeah. <laughs> so in this world, Adam, no matter how crazy it is, you yes, know, totally no, on board. nothing applies. No, yeah. Everything everything in this movie is, is fact for this world. Okay. And that's totally fine. Okay. Uh, so the driver fixes the gun. He, he uh, gets out of there. And then what does it go? Now. They're in the park. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about with the with the carousel thing. Okay. Because he's going to put the baby on that spinning carousel thing. And he's like, okay, see you, baby. And he's going to take off. And this woman's like, oh, my God, a baby. And then, right. bam, she yeah. gets shot through the hip by Giamatti, who has a sniper. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, he's back in this movie? Yeah. Here, whoops. <laughs> he's like, oh, missed. Which I feel like for someone who's as badass as Giamatti, he shouldn't miss. Uh, that was on purpose, I think. I think, I, th- I think it was on purpose to draw him back. Uh, to get to get Clive Owen back into his okay. his line of sight, mm-hmm. yeah, because he doesn't make mistakes. Giamatti is is he doesn't he doesn't know how to make mistakes in this movie. Yeah. He's, he's too smart. Well, he only fucks up one time, right? And that that cost him. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, he's like super brilliant. It's it, but like to the point of like it's it's ridiculous brilliant. Yeah, he's almost like a comic book villain. Yes, exactly. He's almost like the kingpin mixed okay. with um, Bullseye, the the, <laughs> the comic book Bullseye, not the not okay. the movie Bullseye. All right, not not a. Uh, What's his name? Heath uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Because in the comic books, Colin Farrell or Bullseye yeah. is a master assassin. He never misses. Well, we saw in the movie. Yeah, that yeah. He did. He made me miss. And you he made me that. miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, by the way, you're watching Daredevil on Netflix season two. Yeah, I, we haven't started yet. Ooh, man, I'm on one episode of The Wire, and then I'm completely oh, okay. done with the whole series. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Very good. Then yeah, welcome you, welcome you back to the uh, other TV shows. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Because we're behind on Better Call Saul, we're behind on the OJ show. Okay, I got. I still got to watch OJ. Better Call Saul, I think I'm current. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daredevil, I'm finished it in like a weekend. Oh, nice! Like the same weekend it came out, I was. I was it just. Oh my god, that was good stuff. Cool, except for the ending. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, so now so, he, I, I want to talk about this carousel scene. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> earlier I said that in this world, bullets do things that normally shouldn't work. Right. In our world. And there's a prime example because Giamatti's about to hit the baby on on the carousel with his sniper. So Clive Owen fires his gun and the bullet hits the carousel. Right. And it creates a momentum. It creates enough kinetic energy that it starts the yeah. carousel starts spinning on its own and he keeps firing at the carousel and the more yeah. he shoots hit the faster Absolutely. the thing's going. And I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking ridiculous. I, I feel like I feel like they did that on MythBusters. It sounds familiar to me because okay. this 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 whole this whole movie would be a great great fodder for MythBusters. Yeah. All the things like could that actually happen mm-hmm. just for fun, just to be a fun episode? Because of course yeah. it can. But I feel like you can create some momentum, but it would take like a submachine gun, yeah, uh, or like a, a just a huge kind of that you bolt to the ground, mm-hmm. or that Schwarzenegger one from uh, from Predator, where he's, he's like the whole chain gun type oh yeah of, it's like a gatling gun sort yeah, yeah of. exactly something like that yeah that, that would that might create the force necessary but not not from a handgun no no but, but it, it's fun but, but in this world absolutely yeah absolutely <laughs> he gets so clive only gets the baby and he takes off so he he realizes he got to feed this fucking kid yeah so he go this is where monica bellucci comes in yes and she works in a uh what, what would you call this place i think i, I, I want th- a nicer word than a whorehouse oh what are these uh, a, uh, uh a ga- a brothel a brothel there you go yeah okay i like that he goes to this building and a nun opens so you think that he's going to drop this baby off at the church yeah and when he walks in the nun turns around and her ass is exposed and she's like <laughs> mr smith you can't go up here and right as he's up there you just hear all these people fucking and you see like guys getting whipped yeah there was a guy who looked like he was like sewn into the wall getting whipped do you remember that yeah 
Yeah, the suspension type of thing. Yeah. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this, this is a den of iniquities. That's okay. what we could call it. Uh, just like it, anything that you want, any kind of weird. This is more than more than a brothel because there's like fetish stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like the next step above that. Yeah. So yeah. So this girl, uh, what's her name? Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. Uh, she is, I guess the uh, there's there, oh, there's a there's a term for it. The the people that are like like to be pretend like they're infants. Like they put diapers on. That's an actual thing. That's an actual fetish. And, okay. Uh, where people like they they get like babysitters and they they build like life size cribs for them, like in real life. Now okay. this movie takes it to kind of a weirdly enough uh, a more subtle softer level than what I have seen articles about or okay. seen like there's even interviews on on TV or something. Did you learn this from Rex? Uh, <laughs> no, this is actually I, I think I heard this on the Frosty Heidi and Frank show way back in the day. Mm. So this this is this has been going on for a long time. But anyway, she she's a uh, she's a wet nurse is is what it is. So I guess clients come to her to be treated like a baby and and, and breastfeed. Yeah. So she's known for her breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clive Owen knows this is apparently mm-hmm. uh, from previous things. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they they had hooked up back in the day before she did the breastfeeding stuff, and mm-hmm. then she then she, once she had a kid or something, blah blah blah. We'll get to that. Uh, so now she's doing that. So he walks in. Hey, here's some money. Uh, you got to take care of the kid. He, give, he gives her fifty, and it's roll. You yeah. find out later, it's just paper. Yeah, roll. It's a roll of fifties. He yes. said claims to be five thousand dollars. Uh huh. Not so much later, but uh, <laughs> she says no. Leaves. Now we cut back to Giamatti in the car, and the whole time he's also having phone calls with his wife. Oh, she keeps calling him. <laughs> and, and I love these. I love these phone calls because so each time he's like, "Hold on, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna be home soon. Yeah, actually." I'm going to be out here a little while longer. Yeah. And throughout the whole movie, especially at the end, the the final showdown, <laughs> Giamatti has like six bullets in his chest and he's like, hold on, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Because it's so calm. It's just like, it's it's mm-hmm. so like weirdly out of place. It doesn't really affect the story at all, but yeah. it's there just for like comic purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he gets the chance to deliver his line. You know what's the, you know why guns are better than your wife? You can put a silencer on the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the girl that got shot in the head with her tit out is sitting oh, this in the is back what you seat. Oh, talking about later, yeah, because yeah. yeah. they're gonna bury her. Yeah, so he looks over, he sees the tit out, and he's like, "All right, eh, might as well cop a feel." Yeah. So he goes, gets, gets a little feel, then he uh, pulls his hand back. He, he does this weird, like, inquisitive look. He smells his hand, breast milk. Uh-huh. They're gonna need to feed that kid. Find me all the breastfeeding people all over the country or whatever. He says, "Find me every um, nurse, every lactating whore, right. every something else." Yeah, yeah. So and then cut to they, right. they show up again, and this is this is the, the tip off to his brilliance. This is the, yes. when you start seeing like it's it's, He's it's a tactician. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous that he made that leap mm-hmm. from that, but that's that's the kind of guy that he is. That's what makes him such an uh, awesome villain. Yeah. Is that he just he connects dots way before anybody else ever can. Yeah. So he's like, all right. So they end up at this whorehouse or at this den of iniquities, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, to talk to the girl, and uh, he starts like interrogating her with a torture style of shooting his gun. And putting the the smoking hot red hot muzzle against her leg to burn her, is that real? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. that gets really hot. Okay, absolutely. So what he's what Giamatti said is real. The more I fire it, yes. the hotter he gets. Yes. Okay. There, there was one time I got burned by a shell. The, 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 actually, the very first time I went shooting, I was wearing a tank top. I was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, uh, whatever. Uh, and one of the shells flipped up and landed like in my shirt tank top, and it, and it burned oh. me. And I was like, ah! Just, <laughs> <laughs> and I freaked out for a second, and I had to make sure that I – and as I pulled back, I had to make sure I wasn't pointing the gun at anybody. It was yeah. very weird. I was like 18 years old or something. 
whatever legal is age is to shoot. I think it's 18. Okay. Then I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. Well, in most states. Okay. Maybe Hawaii was a little bit younger. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, no, that it gets hot. It absolutely gets hot. So that, that, that was, that was true. Uh, and then, so he's, he gets to the point where he's, he, I think he fired three shots or it doesn't matter. And then Clive Owen comes in and stops the whole thing. And, uh, this is the scene you're talking about where they do the math. That's a six shooter. So right. You, you shot, you wasted your load. Right. Cause he shot once, then he shot twice and then he shot three times, which is six. I did that math in my head too. Like, yeah, yeah. he out six. But, but in my mind, I was like, it looks like a, a gun that would have a clip. That means at least 10 to 15. 10 to yeah. Depending if you have an extended clip or what, what you have. But a six shooter for that gun, I was like, eh. Yeah. All right, whatever. Well, Giamatti's gun and everyone in his crew has a special gun. Yeah, because you need the thumb, uh, the thumb signature to fire right. a gun. Which, which I think he already learned, or he, is he learning now? Yeah, at we this learned point? it from the first time we saw Giamatti. Yeah, because he picks up Giamatti's gun and he's about to shoot him, and Giamatti's like, oh, and, he, and he's like, just he's just uh, he's just oh, damn it, what's that word? He's just like talking a lot, <laughs> verbose, loquacious. Conf- chatty oh, no talkative Want damn to keep it going <laughs> yeah i i had I had a lawyer one time and he referred to the judge as he's the great or like not the great orator but use a word like confabulator whatever okay to like the judge will just talk and talk and talk and talk and then ironically as he was telling me the story he just kept going on and on about bullshit like all right so this is this is a law is this a law thing people just talk and say a lot of words without saying anything doesn't matter I'm gonna, oh, it's gonna bug me though We'll get back to it. I'll figure Spe- it out. Speaking of the word loquacious, oh, that's from Con Air. Oh, Remember uh, where where uh, Cusack is like uh, he's very loquacious, and that one agent is like, "What the fuck is loquacious?" <laughs> and he goes, "Loquacious, talkative. How about chatty, verbose?" Are we talking about Cyrus? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 yeah right. But that, but that agent was like a prick to him. Right. The guy that got his car fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By John Cusack wearing uh, Birkenstocks, sort of sandals the entire movie with socks. Yeah, oh socks and saddles. Jesus Christ, that's got to come up at some point. Yes, yeah, maybe maybe next season. One of my favorite, one of my favorite lines of any action movie is in Con Air. Okay, what's it's that? not the bunny. Put the bunny down. It's the side. Si- yeah, Anara, and he throws the match. <laughs> Perfect timing. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, and the thing I like about this movie, Adam, it moves really quick. Yeah, it's very like every. It seems like every five minutes. Action scene, action scene, action scene, action yes. scene. There's no, if there is exposition. It's as action is happening. Yeah, but but even even the exposition is like it's done super quick, like yes. to the point of like, what? How did you connect all those <laughs> yeah. thoughts in this in this five seconds? But but and that's what kept the movie going, which is great because it's like mm-hmm. get on to the next action scene. Yeah, and it just it was great. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. So this now. <coughs> Now we get to the point uh, where the guy he's driving the car, and the, oh, and, the, yes. and, the, and the pricks driving they around. They escape from the they escape from the whorehouse unscathed because uh, Clive Owen gets the jump on Giamatti and he shoots him. He yeah. shoots him in the chest. Right. And Giamatti's wearing bulletproof. And here's the one flaw in this movie. Okay. If Clive Owen is that good of a guy, I feel like he would have double tapped them just to make sure. Right. I, 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 that's the okay, yeah. That's my one flaw with this movie, Adam. Is like that character, based on his actions and what we've seen from him. I feel like he would have made sure, especially Giamatti is dead. Right. But also, he has not done any headshots in the entire movie. Oh, that's true. The only thing he's done that would be close to a headshot is a ponytail shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's as close as because okay. I, I I did notice he's doing anytime he's like has a kill shot, it's in the heart. He's always like shooting people oh, in the heart. Yeah. That's his kill shot. Okay. So maybe he thought he got him in the heart and like all right, he's dead like everybody else is dead that I already mm-hmm. killed before. 
So with the theme of of him, like, all right, I, it's, I'll, I'll accept it still. Yeah. Now we get to the scene I like. Yeah. Where he's talking about, yeah, these fucking rich bankers. He doesn't say bankers. That's more my thing. <laughs> but he's just like this rich fucking guy. You're right. Blah, 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 blah. He runs a guy off the road, which I love. It's beautiful. Because every, everything that pissed them off in this movie are the same gripes that I have about humanity. Yeah. Everything. At, 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 the, at the very end. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, man. So they go to his place. Yeah. Well, first, they go to the, they try to get more ammo first. Oh, yeah. Because they, they need to get more ammo. And this is when we realize his $5,000 is only 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the girl. He's like, hey, give me all this ammo. And uh, eh, you only got this much money. I'll give you half of this. Mm-hmm. The girl is outside with the baby. She disappears for a second. Clive Owen freaks out. He goes around the corner. She's blowing a dude behind a dumpster while the to baby's get, on the floor, yeah, like inside get, of a cardboard box. Yes, to get money. Yeah, to buy ammo. <laughs> right. <laughs> so she was doing something noble, apparently. It seems. Yeah. Like I was trying to get money. Or no, she ended up buying a bulletproof vest for the baby. Oh yeah. Because that was that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. They said the bulletproof vest is more important than diapers. Right. Which they're using the newspaper for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So Giamatti's driving around, and uh, he just he gets this sense like, oh wait. They're in that house. They're over there. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just like, what the fuck? And here, and we find out from people <laughs> in his crew, the exposition he delivered here is he used to be CIA or he used to be an, a Fed or something. Yeah. And Giamatti corrects him. He goes, no, I wasn't a Fed. I was, I was an intelligent analyst or something like that. He right. Goes, Ugh, you need, you need to get the right fucking muscle or something. Like he's bitching about his, his crew. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's also this kind of guy that's, he, he's, his whole thing is to lead by example kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, is like uh, when they're about to co- when they're about to breach this house, mm-hmm. like go in the door. Like, hey, sir, you want us to go in first? Like, no, no. What was it uh, a leader that stays in the rear takes, takes it in the it rear? In the rear. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking great. Just it's, he he's because most villains are just kind of like meh. Yeah, go. like Do ha- I- like Hans. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go see what's happening. Shoot the glass. <laughs> <laughs> On my way to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Yes. Call me back with the answer. You have one minute. Right. Wait, wait, what? Seven wives? <laughs> and then he- you repeat that? Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> and then it's McClay going like, okay, we got seven wives. Yes. And he's like, shut up, McClay. <laughs> we can do this. Seven guys and seven wives. <laughs> like, all right. That, 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 that's the answer. Right, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's a trick question. It's one. One. <laughs> we got 10 seconds here. Yeah. Where's the guy going? I don't give a fuck. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> How do you dial one? <laughs> zero, zero, zero. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, piece of cake. Oh, you're late. Oh, everybody get down. <laughs> no, no, no. The answer is yeah. one. Yeah. Welcome to New York. Here's some change. Yeah. God damn, it's such great. Uh-huh. After seeing this movie, <laughs> hit Giamatti's villain. Yeah, it's up there with me with like science, with the Gruber. Oh yeah, and okay. Other like action yeah, yeah. guys. He he could totally do it. Yeah, yeah. Because as, as we saw, even in a what was it fucking uh, Eyes of March, where he's just like a cold dude. Yeah, he's just a prick. To, yeah, uh, what's but, his name? Gosling. But somehow charismatic at the same time. Yeah, he's like, what the? Why do I like this guy? That being movie such a started dick? the Giamatti love. Was it? <laughs> yeah, that was a movie where we're like, fuck Giamatti in this yes. world, dude. All right, good. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I forgot to mention, Giamatti was calling crews to get guys sent to New York. And oh yeah, go, we can only get you fifty, and he's like, mm, I guess that'll do. So it seems like, <laughs> like he knows Smith is a badass. Right? He knows he ne- he knows that he needs everyone. Yes, absolutely. Now they go to Smith's place, and right. and his place is like, I I guess it's like a, an abandoned it's an an abandoned building that on the inside he has ammo and he has all this stuff in there. Yeah, it's almost like the Punisher's lair. Okay, equivalent to like where the Punisher lives. Okay, if he existed in this world. Right, I see. Mm-hmm. 
And now the the action scenes here, dude. The the, the this scene is fucking crazy. Yeah, how but, he takes guys out. But before that, though, there's a there's a really dumb thing that comes into play where he notices the kid starts crying when the senator is speaking, but then calms down when the when there's rock music playing. Mm. That's, they're in his apartment, and he, I don't know how he noticed that or why, mm. but because again, he just, they're all in this world. The exposition, the the part, the plot gets moved along so fast. Like yes. who cares? Who cares how he knows that? He just figured it out. He knows it. Yeah. By the way, my kid did the same thing. She was not conceived next to a punk rock concert, but rock music calmed her down a lot. Like when I, when she was crying as a baby, I would put on a, a Fallout Boy, which whether or not you consider that to be rock, yeah, it's it's really it's loud and it's it's got the huge mm-hmm. bass, and that would just, she would she would stop crying and that would put her to sleep. <laughs> like 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 uh, was it uh, uh, dance dance the dance dance oh, yeah. that yeah, song yeah. would put her knock her right out. Okay, fantastic. But she was not born on <laughs> on, on the roof of a rock uh, punk rock show, which okay. we'll get to. In the next couple scenes, yeah, that was when we find that out later on. I was kind of like, "Oh, that's kind of dumb." <laughs> of course, but it, it fits in though. It's like, all right, this, this, they're just trying to move the plot along, right? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Get to the next shooting. But yes, but this, I feel like that's that was the writer's goal. Yeah. Okay. Action, action, action. What can I plug in here? Uh, baby likes rock music. Action, action, action. Right, right. What can I plug in here? Uh, senator. Action, action, action. Yeah. The non-action scenes, I feel like, didn't go more than like five minutes yeah. before something else happening to just kind of like pick you right back into it. Yeah. So now at this point, they got the the babies in the tub. Uh, Clive Owen and uh and and your girl, they're getting down. Luigi. Yeah. They start having some good times. Mm-hmm. Baby starts crying, I think, to warn him uh, is, is, is the way I took it. Because there was no rock music playing. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a guy comes to the door, and the massive fight scene happens Not the entire time. Uh, how do I say this tactfully? Uh, it does not interrupt the actions they were doing previous. Yes. <laughs> She's still enjoying herself while uh-huh. this is happening. Put it that way. Yeah. So uh, shooting around, rolling around, up against the wall, hiding, shooting. Oh, I love that part when he picks her up and, and <laughs> yeah. he's still he's still mounting her. Right. But again, this time against the wall and he still has the perfect shot each time. Yeah. While he's still going to town and yeah. she's still enjoying it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then so everybody's dead pretty much. Except one guy happens to like raise his gun for a second. He, he goes over, takes him out. Talk about shooting your load. That's yeah. <laughs> classic perfect so but but his face it's just like he's so serious about it every every all these stupid lines delivered so seriously it's 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 beautiful do you know why that baby's in a tub why Uh, the tub is supposed to be your safest part of the bathroom okay do you remember in lethal weapon 2 it opens where the bomb is on the uh murtaugh's toilet okay stuck on the toilet okay right right remember when the bomb goes off they got to hop in the in the tub right the tub is well, like old school tubs, yeah, like this, they're reinforced enough. Yeah, to they're like, super super thick, compact yeah, ceramic. Yep, yeah, that's why the baby's in there. Right. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, in uh, in the rock, that's how they uh, they oh, they, yeah. they did some escaping of uh, gunfire. They, yeah. p- they put the colonel in there. Mm-hmm. But all right. Anyway, check out the rock episode. Yes. Uh and I think Giamatti's up there too. With I wouldn't. Okay, I, to me, the ultimate action villains. Oh shit! You know what? We skipped way ahead. The sex scene didn't happen until later. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> well, we're on the main action scene where they invade his house, but okay. that happens later. But okay. the Grubers, to me, are in the top tier. Like, there won't be action oh, yeah. villains oh, on that yeah. level. Right. But then the next tier down, I would put Giamatti oh, yeah? in this role. Fantastic. I would put Ed Harris from The Rock. I okay. I would put Kaiser Soze from oh, The Usual Suspects. I just saw that last week again for, the, yeah. for like 10, 20 time. I would put Caster Troy. Oh, 
But oh, another one. I did. I, I hosted <laughs> trivia last night, and uh-huh. one of the questions was uh, the the twin brothers mm-hmm. in in the Gemini constellation yeah. is named uh, for, from the Troy, the Troy, the, the brothers of the Troy girl, whatever. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Fuck! I forgot the question. One's named Castor. What's the other one's name? And it's Pollux. I didn't realize Castor Troy and Pollux Troy are both twin brothers from the Troy. The the Helen of Troy type of oh I didn't know that yes oh which explains their name yes I was I was like as as that clicked in my head I got so excited I said over the microphone ah oh, if you like face off you should know what the fuck this answer is ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, so excited anyway yeah so yeah the sex scene happens later but <laughs> yeah what's happening now is he's he's going through and he's shooting people up and he's taking their guns as he's shooting them and then he, he eventually gets like this automatic weapon and he's going down these. This this is the the quintessential scene. This is the one we were talking about, where uh, all those guys are lined up. He's sliding around. Mm, he's shooting. Yeah. He's knocking a table over as it's as it's like rolling. He's shooting around it. Uh, the last kill he gets on the top floor. There's there's like a filing cabinet where she shoots the back of it, and the front of the filing cabinet it like bumps out, and knocks the guy out like a it's like on oh. top of a pile like five dead guys. Right, exactly. Which I liked. Yeah, because he jumps over the filing cabinet. All five guys are just standing there, and he ba 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 ba. He he nails them all. And he, but he he does this move where he's the way he's moving his hands around and firing is like that you never hit anything that way. Yeah. But he 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 nails it. It's amazing. In this world, yeah, you can do moves like that. Yes. So he's he's being so the fifty guys he called in, they're like all coming in at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gets a hold of like a I think it's like an MP4 or something, some automatic weapon, and he's jumping down the staircase, and he's everybody that's coming up the stairs, he's taking them all out on the way down. Because he's hanging on a rope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Slowing him down a little bit. He sees Giamatti. And the only guy he can't shoot. <laughs> he misses. He misses Giamatti. And then Giamatti fires the rope that he's holding. So he falls, lands on top of the guy. He spits out blood. Uh-huh. And then it just keeps, and, and then, and then Giamatti says the line, which is the perfect line, I think, in the entire movie. It's like, do we really suck that bad? Or, or is, is he, he that, that good? good? <laughs> yes. Like, that's every movie. Yeah. That's every movie. It's perfect. That's every action movie. Absolutely. So there's stormtrooper defense. Mm-hmm. They can't hit anything. Why, what kind of people are these stormtroopers? Is is Simon Gruber and his men that bad, or is John McClane that good? I think you know the answer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because, no, those men are good. John McClane, way better. Way better. Yeah. The, that crew is uh. better than the Hans crew. Oh, yeah, for sure. Way better. For sure. Ugh. Oh, also, another movie we did where there's a lot of headshots and a lot of, like, ridiculous action, Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. When they were invading the White House, it was mm-hmm. just headshot, 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 headshot. Right. See, that, but effective. Yes. To, to, but even that to the point was, I don't think that was too fantastical. No. That, that was just good they training. They were trying to make that, they were trying to make that, like, a real movie. Right, yeah. It was, it was, it was like, akin <laughs> to the John Wick style of, like, it's just badassness. That's yeah. all it is. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. this is where they, fi- so they go to the, the, the punk rock club. Right. And... The Bellucci, she's like, how do you know this is it? And then there's piles of uh, diapers. Yes. There. <laughs> like 40 boxes outside yeah. the club. So they punk the owner to to let him upstairs. And the whole time I'm watching this movie, Adam, I'm thinking like, what? why the fuck is everyone after this baby? Yeah. And my theory was, and I told you this before we started recording. Yeah. I actually thought the way that the fantastical nature of this movie, I thought it was going to be something like this kid is the new Christ. All right. So like Giamatti and all these people work. Oh, like the Avatar movie? Yes. The Last Airbender type of thing? Sort of. Okay. Like he's like the Messiah. I see. He's here to, to save the world. But like Giamatti is hired by like the devil or some demonic <laughs> cult to take the baby out, right? All right. That's what I'm thinking the whole time. Like that. that's the only way people would want to kill a fucking baby. 
But now in this scene, if we figure out what happens, yeah, we figure out that the the mom was one of three girls who were uh, impregnated with the senator. Yeah, the senator who has a big anti-gun law that he's trying to work on because he's running for president. It's his semen that was donated, and they're trying to, uh, I guess, create these babies to serve as a bone marrow transplant. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much it's a bone marrow farm is what they're trying to yes, build. There you go. Yeah, it's it's, it's a maternity. Uh, Hive cluster, what do they call it? Damn it! Yeah, I, I, maternity farm. I think is what they called it. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to get all the babies that have a certain kind of blood, uh, bone marrow mm-hmm. that is very specific for some reason. Like, are we led to believe that the senator fucked all these women? No, I think no. Remember in the in the refrigerator, they yeah. had his sperm in there. Okay, so I think oh, he was just right. he was just oh, but, but doing they, it in a. So cup. they are technically his kids, though. Yes. Okay, because it's his right. it's his DNA in okay. them. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's it? Like, as fantastical as this movie's gone, you would think, like, the reason why they want this baby killed, it would be something ridiculous like that, right? Yeah. I can see that. But as weird as it sounds, they couldn't go too far overboard. Okay. I think. uh, I I think they got just the perfect amount of believability Uh within a crazy world. If they turned out this baby was an alien or something, then it'd be like, all right. (laughs) Might have gone too far. You would have been turned <laughs> off by that? It would have been like, this is not, it would, because the, the style that I take from this movie is real life to like volume 12. Okay. If you turn it to volume 20, then it's like, all right, now you're, you're getting, now you're getting into weird area where it's like, all right, now what's, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like Sin City also is, it, it's like real world turned up to maybe 15 or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. like still kind of in this world, but to a, a super exaggerated level. Yeah. If it went too far, then it'd be like, all right, now now we're in uh, superhero territory or one of the comic movies that you don't like where yes, it's too that, far. That I hate. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Would you consider this a comic movie? Well, it's just, well, technically, I don't think it is. But. I would consider this sort of like a superhero-y movie. Okay. Just because he moves like a superhero All right. in the sense that he can kill everyone, but nobody can hit him. Right. I consider it a, a – I almost feel like this is sort of like a Punisher movie in an alternate world. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's very punishery. Mm-hmm. This guy, he would have. Mm. Ooh, no, but, I think the guy who's in Daredevil yeah? is the perfect. Shane, uh, yeah, Jane. Did you I watch think. Walking Dead? Yeah, okay. I watched Walking Dead the first season, and then I I quit halfway through the second. I couldn't. It was it got dumb for me. It it did get dumb, but then it got better. And oh my god, the but finale! Then the, the finale. Holy everybody Christ. was bitching a storm. Like the internet's crying yes, about inter- whatever on, happened. It's on, well. There's a lot of speculation. Nobody knows what happened yet. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of schools of thought, and that's I could do a whole episode on that, mm-hmm. man. But also from the uh, Purge, Anarchy. I think that guy would be a good Punisher, too. Yeah. 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 I think I think Purge guy would have been better than uh, than Shane. Yeah. But Shane, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Better than Clive still. Because Clive's got a little tongue-in-cheekedness mm-hmm. where I, I can't take him too seriously. Maybe it's because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the Punisher is supposed to be like in the real world or in the, the realist sense of the Marvel universe. Right. So when he kills guys, he just kills them normally. Whereas if you have Clive Owen, you're like, no. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> like, shoot the file cabinet. That's a little fi- fantastical. So, yeah. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Clive Owen, he's now pu- starting to put two and two together. He's figuring out that the senator, uh, right again, through looking at a few screens uh-huh. uh, and maybe a few files and, and vials. Oh, the senator is doing this because of all, and he's like, he, the entire puzzle gets put together in this mm-hmm. one five minute scene. And the Secret Service guys show up. So the guy he fought in the bathroom shows up. 
yeah. with with his crew of Secret Service guys, and they're there to sort of like clean up the mess or to figure out what happened. Yeah, he, I think he's he, I think he just finished killing all the other mothers. Yes. So this this one that well this baby is the last link. This is yes. the last possible baby baby that has the bone marrow for the senator. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so he's doing, he's giving exposition over the phone like yes, I killed all the rest of them. There's only one left to do. It's, it's like all right. Understood. Mm-hmm. Moving the plot along. Moving along. <laughs> moving along. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So now he fights Kaivon, and he—I th- think he gets a character through the eyeball. Is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think th- actually the first scene. I think it was character through the mouth. This, oh yeah, it was through the mouth. This one was the eyeball. This I think it was the black Secret Service agent gets it through the eye. Okay. Because the the guy he found in the bathroom lives. That's how he gets on the plane later on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. He figured Kaivon figures out that. The senator is going to, if he gets elected, he's going to try to put this bill, that uh, anti-gun bill, into play. Right. And it's going to affect the the gun manufacturer who we find out that Giamatti is actually working for. Right. And I, he's been in movies, The the that guy who owns yeah, the dog. Yeah, I recognize I him. I, I forgot what movies he's been in, but he's been in stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like he's been in a Die Hard. Ooh, I don't, I don't think so. But he has that kind of face. No. Oh, shit. I know. Ah, uh, Fuck. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. That's the only thing I know him from. <laughs> Off the top of my head, that's the only thing I know him from. Okay. He was he was the Fed, but then he worked for the bad guys at Wally World or oh. whatever. Yeah. But All you know right. what I'm talking about. He has a very recognizable action face. Yeah. He looks oh, he looks like um maybe from uh damn it. Oh no. Uh, Denzel. Mm-hmm. Dirty Cop movie, Training Day? Uh-huh. He, has, he looks kind of like that guy. Yeah. Stephen McHady is his name. Yeah. Which guy from Training Day? The 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 one that they... Uh, yeah. Was the money in the house? Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he kind of looks like him. So he, was in the, he was in The Watchmen, apparently. 300. Mm-hmm. The Fountain, History of Violence. Okay. That was with uh, Lord of the Rings guy. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. 12 mm-hmm. Monkeys. Yes. Senator. <laughs> All right, look at this. I have the IMDb page open, by the way. Uh-huh. That's, that's how I know all these things. <laughs> all right. And you know who owns IMDb? Who's that? Amazon.com. Go to the Ooh. website. Check out the movies that we've been watching Flawless. in the past. <laughs> Click on our link that's on our website. It takes you to the Amazon website. And it, we get a couple shekels. It doesn't cost you anything, but it helps support the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to shoot them up. Right. This scene in this gun warehouse... Yeah. Although this, so now that happens. Now the sex scene happens. Yes. Now we're moving on. Uh, let's see, now once he kills the guys in the after the sex scene, he notices the handguns that are on the floor from these guys. They belong to this gun company, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wait a second, these guns aren't supposed to be released for six months. How do they get them?" Yeah. So now he connects. Oh, now I gotta go to the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So now he goes to the gun place again, just connecting dots that shouldn't be connected. Yes. How does he know about this gun that's going to be released? Who cares? Who cares? Fantastic. Onto the gun warehouse. Mm-hmm. And in this scene where he rigs all the guns with, with string or rope, <laughs> this 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 is pretty smart. I've never seen anything like this in a movie. This this is the, in, in my opinion, the most fantastical thing in the entire movie. Yes. More, more, more than, than the plane? More than the plane scene. Okay. More than the fall. More than anything else. This was the most – this pushed the limits the most of, of, of ridiculousness mm-hmm. for any movie. Where he, he gets guns. He like duct tapes them to the two-by-fours. Uh, then uh, sample strings to them. So he's got this whole Pinocchio style thing of, of strings all over the entire place where he mm-hmm. just pulls and he starts firing guns from all over the place. Yeah. He know he memorizes where all the strings and all uh-huh. the directions. And 
Oh my god, this was fucking intense. Yes. And, and this is where they have like a little talking scene mm-hmm. where uh, now Giamatti comes out with his whole speech, like, "I know who you are. Your family got gunned down by that carousel." Oh, wait, no, I think that's Daredevil. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was a pizza place. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. So he's like the whole thing. He tells the whole story about his life and like, uh, "You like that story? No? Why don't you tell me one?" And it's like this ridiculous banter back and forth. Uh-huh. And then he starts killing people, and then the whole gunfight thing happens and oh this is so good mm-hmm. this is so much fun mm-hmm. he's, he's pulling strings killing people and then eventually he's, he's he has two separate set of strings one to reposition the gun yes. and one to fire them <laughs> it's like what <laughs> and the last guy it's like the last guy looks like he got a drop on him he's like alright he's got him and then he throws his gun on the floor to get another string <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man ah that was great. Mm-hmm. It was. I, I, this I, was my favorite action scene. Absolutely, oh, in the whole movie. Fuck yeah, for it, sure. It was, the, it was the warehouse scene. Yeah, gun warehouse scene. <sighs> so he escapes. Yeah. So he's he he meets up with the um, the secret service guy. Yeah. And uh, but, but not before at first he puts. I guess there's a tank at the same um, at the same location where the gun warehouse is. Yeah. He puts the the girl and the baby. You stay in the tank while I finish this off. Mm-hmm. You're only gonna be safe in one place. Here's the tank. <laughs> yeah. And All then he right. says, there's this like hippie bus going to some yeah. desert thing. Right. Get on it. I'll meet you there. I got to go take care of business. Did you senator. notice a sign on the bus? Where, mm. uh, on the front of the bus, you know how it usually says the, where it's going? Yeah. It said anywhere on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's cute. Right. Uh, anyway. So now Clive Owen gets on the plane right. where the senator is. Yeah. And he, he, he tells the senator the whole plan. And then there's a twist. We find out that the senator... Because he's dying, he now is making a deal where he secretly works w- with the gun manufacturer to, right. to not get the bill into play. So, but, so Giamatti and the gun manufacturer guy are on the plane with him. Right. But Clive Owen figures it out because he sees dog hairs on his uh-huh. on his pants. The senator's pants. Yeah, it's like, wait a second. Dog hairs. You're in cahoots with that. It's just like piecing it together again from, from nowhere. Well, he didn't think that maybe the senator doesn't have a dog. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. No, but again, it's just move the plot along. Yes. <laughs> just get next fight scene. Come uh-huh. on. Yeah, so Giamatti comes out with the other and guy. Like, Ta-da! <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Clive man. Owen gets the senator and he holds him hostage. So they go under the plane and he ties him up and he, <laughs> he pretty much fucking puts a bullet in his head. And he says, you're going to die a martyr because guess what? Your death is going to make your bill pass. Right. And now all this, all, all the anti-gun stuff will go through because of your death. Yeah. And Senator's like, wait, no, don't. I can pay. <laughs> Bullet head. Right. Fantastic. And then he and, jumps out of the plane. Yes. <laughs> so good. Now the next action sequence. This the, is pretty intense. This, yes. This is pretty also as fantastical as, uh, not as, but a little bit below. Because now Secret Service guys are flying out of the plane. Right. And as he's firing them, their bodies are flying back. Yeah. Up. Right. Or they're flying north, whatever. Yeah. That's because that's I guess their arms and legs come out and that uh-huh. creates more drag, so they fly up. Yeah. And it's just a huge, intense fight scene. And they're zipping across the sky yeah. line. It's just so good. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, like superheroes. They're just like flying around, shooting yes. each other. And the Clive finally gets shot. Uh-huh. He, gets, he gets clipped by one. And then the other it's guy the guy he in the bathroom. Yeah. So he shoots him and he's flying towards a helicopter yes. blade. And then he gets chopped up in the in the helicopter blades, the Secret Service guy. Right. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, that's 
fucking crazy. The funniest part of this whole thing is when he eventually lands, uh-huh. all the bodies are in that same place. Yeah, they all fall within <laughs> the same area. <laughs> like within like maybe a 40 feet radius, all the bodies fall, which would n- never happen. Yeah. Just the trajectory, that how far up they came, they'd be mm-hmm. miles apart. Yeah. But any, even the hand, the hand with a gun in it fell at the same place too. Uh-huh. I just saw that like, that's fucking awesome. He passes out from, I guess, losing blood, Clive Owen. Yeah. And Giamatti finds him because he finds all the bodies. Yeah. And they take him to the gun manufacturer's um, house, his mansion or wherever. Right. Wherever that dude lives. And Monica Bellucci, she's waiting at the bus. She noticed that he still isn't coming. So I'm just going to get on this bus and take the baby and we're just going to live a happy life on our own. Now is the torture scene. And this is pretty brutal. Dude. Oh, my God. Giamatti is telling him. Every single time. He's breaking every one of his finger. So he can't fire a gun. Yeah. It starts with the middle fingers just as a fuck you. Uh-huh. And then goes on to his, his trigger fingers. And every single time. And the, the way that this was filmed and edited and every, all the, the cinematography of this scene alone, I... I felt I felt it in my entire body every mm-hmm. time he broke one of the one of the one of the fingers. Mm-hmm. Just like my whole ah, You're like, ooh, yes, it hurt in places. Mm-hmm. It's just this ow, because the, the sound, the everything, which is like they they made the music like pitch and like do a high pitched like feedback type of sound. Yeah. It's like oh man, I felt every single one of those. I felt and it hurt, it hurt. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out from Giamatti that they lied. The senator's death is a cover up. They said that the yep. plane crashed, yeah. and they nobody was found. Nobody was found of the senator. Yeah, so I only have two senses tied up: you and the baby, and the and the girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, he escapes. This is kind of a weird escape. It's kind of like, a, <laughs> all right, whatever. Who cares? Move, move the plot along. Yes. <laughs> type of thing. Like I think he headbutts the scapula, uh, the, the scapula yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Gets it caught in his head, but then he breaks everybody else's. Everybody. <laughs> well, he gets he gets a blade <laughs> stuck in his hand. Yeah, and now he's using that blade hand because he can't fire a gun to like yeah. sta- to shank guys. Yeah, <laughs> so great. So he kills everyone except Giamatti, even the gun manufacturer. Yeah, and it comes down to him and Giamatti one on one, and <laughs> Adam, this the the in the, this, in the hallway. Yeah, is this the, where he puts his his fingers in the fire? Yeah, <laughs> and fires. Well, we'll explain that scene. Well, before that, he's trying he's trying to shoot the gun and he can't because uh-huh. his fingers are broken. So they're they're both, or he's like sh- shooting at Giamatti. He's kind of like laughing. I'm like, <laughs> you can't you can't because do it. he can't aim. Yeah, properly. Then he escapes into the room and he's, he he goes and he just kind of sits there by the fireplace. Giamatti walks in and uh, he's he there's a bunch he of good puts, one-liners. He puts bullets. Between his fingers, yeah, and he puts his hand in the fireplace, so yeah. the, the fire ignites the bullets, and it just hits Giamatti in All the chest. All six, hit like boom, 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 boom. He's like, yeah. oh, and then it, that's when his wife calls. He's like, right. hold on, honey. Yeah. By the way, that would be possible because the fire. Because I've heard of guys putting, and this happened in other movies even, where they mm-hmm. put uh, bullets inside of like a, a pan on the on the stove. And that that'll, that'll launch them once it gets hot enough, mm, because okay. the heat, because the way the way the bullets are, the, there's the the space in the back where uh-huh. the casing is. There's there's air in there, and if that gets too high pressure, where the atoms inside are moving too fast, it will fire off. Yeah. So the heat from the fire would fire them. It wouldn't fire all six with the accuracy that he did it. Yeah. But damn but it, who cares? The story, <laughs> but it's moving the story, right? Yeah. So even even though he got shot six times in the chest, he's still not dead. Yeah. He's laying on the floor, and his wife calls. His wife calls. And he says, "Oh, she's leaving me. She's leaving me." <laughs> Ah, uh, so now we cut to uh, Clive Owen. He's all bandaged up. He's, he goes to the bus. Well, that's not how he dies. He uses the carrot to fire the gun. Remember, 
Because Giamatti gets up, they both get up and they're trying to shoot at one another, but they're both fucked up. Oh, so Clive Hone gets his carrot and he uses that. He sticks it between the 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 trigger. Yeah, and then he uses the carrot. He pulls the carrot to finally get the the kill shot. Oh, that's on Giamatti's right. chest. He he tosses the gun up in the air. He has he's holding the carrot straight up. The uh-huh. gun lands on it, uh-huh. and then he just like he taps the back of it, and that's what fires it. And, and it gets the kill shot on Giamatti. Yeah. Were you sad when he died? I, I, I was, I, I, but I mean, it had to happen because yeah. he was, he was a super antagonist, mm-hmm. but I just, I didn't want to see him go. Yeah. <laughs> Leave cool. it open for a sequel. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get some more of this action. So now he leaves his hands all bandaged. The dog who was with the ma- gun guy, he's now following him and, yeah. he, and he calls the press to say, Hey, the Senator was shot. He, the plane never went down. And then he goes to, he gets on that hippie bus and they go to, some diner. Some diner that yeah. Monica Bellucci's already a waitress at? Yeah. How long How long has passed, do you think, by this? Probably like a few hours. She's already a waitress there. Yeah. And these guys come in to rob the place. Oh, this is so good. Uh-huh. The guys perfect, were, perfect way to end this movie. Perfect. Yes. Because you see, the, the guys come in, and uh, this one guy's got these giant earrings that are like, like supposed to be on mud flaps of trucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other guy's got... Uh, nasty toes. Nasty toes. He's, he's wearing sandals, and his toes are all fungused out. Uh-huh. There's another guy that, uh, that's just there slurping his, his ice cream, making and he just... You see him like, <laughs> you know what I hate. And then he goes crazy. He, he, same thing with the carrot, where he's using the carrot to fire and, and kill everybody. Uh-huh. He uses... He, he shoots one guy in the arm, so his arm extends, aiming at the other guy, and then shoots him in like in like the wrist, so, they, so, so his muscles tense. So the so the so the the crooks <laughs> muscles tense, where his gun shoots the guy. Yes, ah, oh, it was a perfect way to end. Mm-hmm. It was so perfect. Mm-hmm. I think he takes more bite of a, of a carrot, and then mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah, ah, oh, great movie. Mm-hmm. So much fun, and I loved how quick this was. This was fa- so fast paced. Yeah, it moved along. There was action every like five minutes. It seemed absolutely. There was always something happening. I liked it. Yeah, I was very impressed, Adam. An hour and a half, but didn't feel that long. Yeah, you know how you always say scroll text moving along. Yeah, it, would the, would the <laughs> new would the new thing be anything to move the story forward? Well, it it has to depend on the movie. This this oh, movie lent to that. Okay. Other movies, they, they can't. You can't do that. Okay. Like that was the whole thing. The whole problem with the scroll text when the uh, the shadow, the shadow was the, like, whoa, whoa, you're skipping over way too many things. Yeah, and getting to crappier scenes. <laughs> In this, it was speed through the scenes to get uh-huh. to better scenes. Every yeah. scene was worth waiting for that uh-huh. extra five minutes for the stupid exposition. Yeah. However, move the plot along, and it was like, yes, just get me the next action scene. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Well. Uh, Adam, that was our opinion of the movie. Well, like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews first? Start with the bad. Okay. Claudia Puig of USA Today says, For mainstream audiences, its whiplash pacing, frenetic camera work, and offhand manner toward blood spillage probably will be disturbing. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Pever of the Toronto Star says if John Woo had directed a Bugs Bunny cartoon written by the creators of South Park the result might be something like shoot him up but with a crucial difference Bugs Bunny cartoons were always less than 10 minutes long oh wow see that started off as a good review mm-hmm. and then took a r- real left turn at the end um, <laughs> Connie Ogle of the Miami Herald says there are only so many ways to shoot people and the movie gets repetitive and it's gleeful nihilism and downright Whoa. and downright boring when the gunfire stops and characters start trying to explain the little plot that exists. That was the point. <laughs> I know she missed the entire point of the movie. Uh, and finally, Tom Long of the Detroit news says, bang, 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 blood, blood, blood there. You just saw the movie. <laughs> 
What an idiot. Okay. Good reviews. Tasha Robinson of the AV Club says, Giamatti plays his villain role with a purring fervency that implies he wishes he had a properly twirlable mustache. <laughs> that, that, I think, would have been too much. I if think, he had a mustache yeah, and he was like, twirling it? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just throw that in. <laughs> the way the the way this movie was? No, he was, he was, he was perfect. He, yeah. he, everything that was, he was perfect bad guy. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have changed anything. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, this wet dream for action junk- junkies leaves out logic and motivation. You know, all the boring stuff. Yes. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> uh, Stephen Ray of the Philadelphia Inquirer said, for sheer audacity and adrenaline-fueled carnage, shoot 'em up hits its target pretty much dead on. Absolutely. And finally, Roger Ebert of nice. the Chicago Sun-Times says, shoot 'em up will become, I suspect, some kind of legend in the murky depths of extreme <laughs> action movies. Unfortunately, it doesn't have that much following. Yeah. I don't hear much about it at all. Mm-hmm. But this is something that like would have a cult following. It should. Yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, Adam, the critics or the audience? Ah, let's start with the audience. Okay. This is going to be tough because I'm super biased. Yeah. I I can't imagine everybody liked it as much as I did. Because there's going to be people that can't, for some reason, can't get into the headspace of this movie. Uh Uh-huh. Which I guess you could say the same for me with horror movies. For some reason, I just can't get in the headspace. Uh But this, I can't imagine it being that bad. But because it hasn't, like, had the following that I think it deserves, it can't be that good either. What, 65 is the, is the lowest to still be fresh? 60 is. I'll, I'll go with 61 then. Okay. It's 65% oh, for the audience. Oh, I was at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now the tomato meter, the critics. All right. Uh, I would hope that they would appreciate it more. That they would get the joke. Yeah, that they, they would understand what it is. That This is like like almost like Expendables type of thing where it's tongue-in-cheek, but this is like it's like tongue in everybody's cheek. Yes. <laughs> but Batman and Robin, you said was supposed to be a joke, but they all hated it because it was like a 26% or something. Right. Yeah. But see, this, this, this took the Batman and Robin premise and just made it work. This is the way Batman and Robin should have been, this kind of movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, 71. 67%. Ooh. It is fresh in the eyes of critics. Fantastic. Which is good. Good, good. Normally, this is part of the show where I'd ask if Paul Giamatti was in this movie, <laughs> what role would he play? But since he's in he this is. movie, we, yes. we can skip this section. Now, you, time- you know what? On the reverse side, uh-huh. I think Bruce Willis could have been Clive Owen in this, in this one. Oh, really? Yeah. So Bruce Willis versus Giamatti? Yes. Would you have been able to hang? I, I would. I Would your head would have exploded from excitement? I wouldn't have. I, you know what? I couldn't have handled it. You're right. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I, you know, I could also <laughs> picture maybe not the Giamatti role. But I can picture him being like um, maybe the gun manufacturer or like the senator, someone like really like Weasley, Tim okay. Curry. Ooh, I can picture Tim Curry as being like one of those like Weasley, like yeah, like I'm the senator and I'm going to do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. No, but I totally could have pictured Bruce Willis in the, in the Clive Owen role because mm-hmm. he does have that kind of well, he's got the action background for sure. Yeah, the comedy stuff he can he can pull it off to a certain extent, and he could deliver those serious lines with a serious face and just be like, ah, oh, that'd be so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Now it's time for trivia. This is the part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. 
The budget for squibs alone was seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> yes. On average, you can get fifty squibs for a thousand dollars. Wow. So do the math. For those of you who don't know, squibs are what when you're using practical effects. Yeah. It's when you, someone fires a gun and it's the the blood packet that that squirts on the the victim or right. the target. It's 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 kind of like a ketchup packet with a with a C four type of remote thing that detonates at a certain time. Yeah, so it shoots out to mm-hmm. give the appearance of a shot. So based on this math, Adam, they bought thirty times seventy. Uh, they bought thirty five hundred squibs. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, reportedly, fifteen gallons of bl- fake blood <laughs> was used. Nice. On the show Mythbusters, they tested whether oh. shooting a merry-go-round would cause it to spin, like in the film. Nailed it. It proved impossible to spin with a handgun. Only a much more powerful rifle would cause it to spin, shit. and then only very slowly and with repeated shots rather than quickly with only one, two shots as in the film. All right. So you pretty much nailed, nailed that it without even seeing that episode. Nice. Finally, baby Oliver was cast before he was even born. The producers <laughs> chose a woman who was pregnant with twin boys who would deliver about the time filming began so the baby would genuinely be a newborn baby as his character is. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $39 million. Wow, that seems low for all the crazy stuff they did. A lot of this was practical effects. That's awesome. Yeah. So give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. Uh, 39, I'm going to say 150 in the U.S., this grossed twelve point eight million. Oh, no. Overseas, it grossed fourteen million. Oh no! Bring us total worldwide gross to twenty six point no, eight no. million. So this bombed in the box office. That's that's why I guess no fault. But still, I mean, movies that bomb still get a cult following later. Exactly. What what the fuck? What's what, what? Come on, people, get on this. Exactly. Spread the word about shoot Sh- em up. Shawshank bombed in the box office. Oh god! And for now Christ everyone sake. loves Shawshank. Yeah. Same thing with uh, what else bombed and has a cult following? Clue. Clue. Yes, Clue with Tim Curry. No, that's a good one. Um, Boondock Saints. Okay, it's not necessarily that it bombed; it just didn't open in a lot of movies. All right, people caught it in on VHS down the road. I feel like would Donnie Darko fit in that? Yeah, again, not really a bomb okay. because it wasn't a huge budget. It just wasn't released in enough theaters. I see. Uh, this film debuted in fourth place on the weekend of September seventh, two thousand seven, with five point seven million. Do you want to know what was ahead of it that week? All right, number one. Was I love this? This is one of my favorite remakes of all time. Okay. Return to Yuma, the one with Russell Crowe oh. and Christian Bale. Okay, I felt like that was too slow for me. Yeah, I if I I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember if I liked it or not. I liked it. Okay. Uh, number two was Rob Zombie's Halloween <laughs> movie we did two years ago for wow. October Horathon. Holy Christ! Yeah, the first Halloween he did, and number three was Super Bad. Oh, but Superbad was already like in its fifth week or something. So oh, that's it was already too bad. towards the end. You know, of I don't run. think we were ready for Shoot 'Em Up when it came out. Yeah, I, th- I think if it came out now, we'd be much more accepting of it, especially since Expendables like blew up in the door. I feel like this movie would be like exclusive to Netflix. Like it wouldn't even go to theaters. It would just Ooh, be on Netflix. Yes, yes, or Amazon or whatever. It should we release it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, should sneak it in there. This a box office mojo doesn't have this in a weird category. It doesn't. No. What? I couldn't find one. That's weird. Well, if what would your guess be for this? What would your box office mojo category guess be? I would, I would say comedy action, action, action comedy. comedy. Yeah, yeah, it should. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember what number one in action comedy was? Is it Lethal Weapon. No, it's Rush Hour. Oh, Rush Hour. <laughs> Finally, Adam, this was the 135th gro- highest-grossing film of 2007. Number one was Spider-Man Three. 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Yep. Dancing Spider-Man. Or Emo Spider-Man. <laughs> That's a Topher Grace, right? No. Yeah, he was Venom. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Paul Giamatti's uh, partner, Thomas Hayden Church, in Sideways was Sandman. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. All right. Link him up. That's 2007 Shoot 'em Up, directed by Michael Davis. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will get to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week... We're going back to my favorite realm, horror. Right. We're watching a movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, man. A.K.A. Van Wilder. A.K.A. Wade Wilson. Yes. A.K.A. Deadpool. This might be one of the few horror movies Adam actually likes. I remember you said you liked I rem- you, you sort of liked it. I remember liking it a thousand times more than the original. Okay. And now that you've seen Deadpool... Maybe you like yeah. it a little more because it has Wade Wilson, but he's not very Deadpool-y in this movie. Well, it's kind it, of a prick. It's, oh, the movie in question, I should say, is yeah. 2009's or is it 2005? It's one of those years. Yeah. Uh, the Amityville Horror remake starring yeah, Ryan Reynolds. This, I think, was my turning point for Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Because I, I, I remember he, I thought he was comedy, and I saw him do this role. I was like, holy shit, this guy's great. Oh, okay. So this made you think like, oh, he can do yeah, serious. He's ama- yeah. This, this, I think this cemented his amazingness in my eyes when I first saw this movie. You know what, Adam? I'm giving you a little preview Uh-oh. for next week. I totally agree with you. The Ooh. original Amityville horror is boring as fuck. Holy crap. I don't know why people consider it. This is one of the greatest horror movies no, ever. Get it's out very of here. boring. You're the worst. If that's what you think, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So check out Amityville Horror, the remake. Yes. Not the original. Mm-hmm. Check that out if you want to. It has uh, Josh Brolin's dad, James Brolin. Oh. Barbara right. Streisand's husband. Okay. Yeah. So. Check that out. Fantastic. You're like, okay. Yeah, that guy. Sure. Uh, So until next time, Adam. Yeah. Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.